Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to Movie News number 68. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great week. It was actually a really cool week for the box office. It kind of is uh, bouncing back in a lot of ways from the end of September. September was a yeah. historically bad month for the box office. I think the lowest in 25 years. It was, and we've had a good couple of weeks. And this week was pretty good, especially for some of the new releases. Smile ended up becoming a massive hit with grossing $16.8 million with a total two-week gross of $50 million, a big Raging success for that horror so film. So that's $17 million in its second weekend. So now that's a very successful low-budget film. Then La La Crocodile came out. That opened at $13 million box office first weekend. Surprisingly successful animated children's film in live action at the same time. Amsterdam came out with a terrible $6.9 million on an $80 million budget. That is a huge bomb. A movie with that budget really needs to make like $150 million just to break even. So that is a... Huge disappointment. They were probably pulling for a $30 million opening for, with that kind of budget. So Goodness, that's, that's, that, a, that's a big bomb. That is a bomb if there ever has been one. The Woman King had a $5 million weekend this weekend, bringing its total to $54 million. Don't worry, darling. Made an extra three point five to add to $38 million. Avatar's re-release made another $2.6 million. It's made $23 million since its re-release on wow. week three. The number two is going to blow the wa- blow the, everyone out of the water. Uh, the other bomb the past couple weeks was Bros that debuted at a... Paltry four million last week, and then just two point three million this weekend. So that's nine million for its total. Yeah, the entire budget of that film was twenty two million. Yeah, modest twenty two million. So this is actually very bad news. It doesn't look like it will even reach twenty million. And then Barbarian had another great weekend. Its fifth weekend, it made two million dollars, up to thirty six million dollars. So I think studios are realizing that original horror films are really in demand. This is like the fifth one this year that's been very successful for such a low budget. Yeah, these are great showings for Barbarian and Smile. And Ty West films did pretty good. Not this caliber, though. Smile was awesome. I highly, highly recommend seeing it. I'm going to do a mini review of it very soon. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's one of my favorite horror films for the year, if not my favorite horror. I got to watch it soon. Now to the news. The news. I have to do the news. Ezra Miller is apparently filming new Flash scenes this week with Warner Brothers. I don't know how many reshoots they've done Jeez, on this movie. like four major ones probably that imagine, we know of. Imagine the, the script and story changes that have undertaken this film in the last two years. It's, it's, it, the I last can three o- months? I can only imagine how much they've changed. Because of cutting Batgirl, they've had to change the whole script probably. Yeah. So many sequences. So I can only imagine like this film, the, what the final product is, is probably very different from what they originally shot. And it's probably going to be a $600 million production at the end of the day, including marketing. They need this movie to make a billion dollars to probably kind of break even. I think it can. I really do. I think it can do well. I mean, don't worry. We need to see a trailer. Don't worry, Darling is an example of the movie still made a good amount of money with all the controversy. Yeah, but we need it needs to do a billion, not 35 million. I'm telling you, people want to see Cat want to see Batman as uh, Keaton and then they want to see Superman. If Henry Cavill's back in Black Adam, then sure, this movie will make a billion dollars, but if if Henry Cavill's not back in Black Adam, if he's just like a post-credit scene, I don't think people will be that interested. Back in Black Adam. <laughs> Moving on to <laughs> Daredevil came back to the MCU. Well, he's in the M- MCU now. Now, he appeared on the latest episode of She-Hulk. Matt Murdock is back. Also, played by Charlie Cox. Big teaser trailer. Apparently, he uh, banged (laughs) (laughs) She-Hulk. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I saw an image of him walking away. 
Uh, now, there's been a ton of trailers that came out this past week. I think the most notable of all is Super Mario's Super Mario Brothers. So we got our first look at the animated film. I think it looks really cool. It looks like very intense with Bowser and his entire army. It looks like a lot of fun. And Jack Black's Bowser. Oh, Jack Black's Bowser. Yeah. That's amazing. And Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. There has been a lot of fan backlash over his voice. I think that they didn't show enough of the voice to really get a good sense of it. Um, I'm, I think it's fine. I don't really mind it. And growing up playing Mario all my life, I don't really care. I, I love Chris Pratt. I have no problem. Would you yeah. rather that or have a hey, to me, Mario? Let's go over there. Yeah, I would rather Chris Pratt than that the whole time. Yeah, I don't mind Chris Pratt, but he's getting a lot of fan backlash. He gets a lot of backlash and everything Regardless, he does. It's yeah, just that's Twitter, true. man. That's Twitter, true. Twitter hates Chris Pratt. Is what it is. I'm excited about it. I thought it looked cool. Me too. It looks cool. We have some news on the very well-known in the horror community. Very well-known. VHS anthology movie series. There's two new ones coming out. We have VHS 99. It's getting released this October 2022 with segments from directors Flying Lotus, Maggie Levin, Tyler McIntyre, Johannes Roberts, Joseph Winter, and Vanessa Winter. If you're unfamiliar with VHS, it's basically just a horror movie with horror shorts all compiling the runtime of the movie and the film. Always a good time. Sometimes they're connected. Sometimes they have really nothing to do with each other. A lot of like modern day contemporary horror directors got their start in uh, VHS movies. Ty West is an example of that. So we have VHS 99, but also VHS 85 got announced for next year. And that features a segment from David Bruckner, who is an original VHS director. De- Scott Derrickson, obviously we know from the Black Phone and Doctor Strange. He's going to do a segment as well as Gigi Saul Guerrero, Natasha Carmani, and Mike P. Nelson. Excited for that. Pretty I love cool the VHS. Pretty, pretty cool news. Vigo Mortensen is in the news for so the handsome. Yeah, Vigo, so handsome. He is directing and starring in a feature film. It's a Western called The Dead Don't Hurt. Excellent title for a Western. Excellent lead actor and director for a Western. That's Sign so me up. cool. Take he's, my money. Because you know he's such an articulate, intelligent guy. Now you're going to get to see what kind of creativity he can bring behind the camera of a film. Yeah, he's a very smart guy. He's fluent in uh, five languages. Yeah, he just seems like a really cool dude. And I can't wait to see what he does with storytelling and being in charge of a production. Because I'm sure it's going to be something really interesting. And I love the Western genre. Keanu Reeves news. He has dropped out. The Devil in the White City, which has been in production and rumored for about 10 years. Originally, this is the story about the serial killer who had the serial killer hotel in, like, New York City in, like, the 1920s. I think New Orleans. It was New Orleans? Somewhere somewhere in, like, the 1920s, I think. And so, originally, the the plan was Martin Scorsese to direct Leonardo DiCaprio as the lead in the movie. But that's been on the back burner for about 10 years. They've been trying to get that made. They can't get a budget. Finally, it's getting turned into a TV show. Leonardo DiCaprio will never be in TV, so obviously he's just going to be a producer. Martin's going to just be a producer as well. I don't think he'll ever do TV as either besides uh, a couple of episodes of the show that he did. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Um, so now Keanu Reeves was set to be the lead in this film, but he just dropped out, and they're going into production soon, so they got to find a new lead for this film, which is... Disappointing because I think Keanu would have been cool in this role. I wonder why he dropped out so last minute. Maybe it has something to do with Constantine too. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe in another John Wick, possibly. Could be. Could yeah. be a scheduling conflict. That but yeah, that's a bummer because I mean, this has been such a troubled pre-production for the film for a long time. Yeah. This movie, this show is it's supposed to be a movie now, a series. They've been trying to get it, get it made for a long forever, time. Forever. Forever. It's it's a crazy book. It, I think it's based on a true story too. True right? story. Yeah. yeah. Insane. So hopefully it, it comes together in the end and they get a great actor for the lead. I'm sure they will. It's a, it must be a great part. 
Now, another trailer that was released was David Harbour's upcoming Christmas horror film. Well, not horror film, Christmas film, Silent Night, where he plays basically John McClane, Santa Claus. McClane's coming home. I mean, Santa's coming for the holidays. It looks like a lot of fun. It's basically Santa is trying to save a family that's being held captive by people who are trying to rob them. It's basically Die Hard. Yeah, it's Die Hard, but it was Santa. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty wild. I think in the trailer, it looks like they gave away all the kills, though. Yeah, they, they, I think they, they gave away too much. They showed so many kills, they and I was like, too much. I watched the trailer, and I was like, I felt like I just watched every kill in the movie. That's what trailers are a lot of times yeah, so these I've, days. I, was, I hope that, I wish that they had shown less. Speaking of uh, parody Christmas character movies, in addition to Violent Night, we have the mean one horror parody of The Grinch coming out. It's apparently going to cool. be a slasher. We got an image, not a trailer, but... The image is Grinch clearly killing somebody with blood all over his face. Looks pretty cool. It's pretty gnarly. I so like it. I'm excited to see a trailer for this. I like these uh, small films. Like we just saw the Winnie the Pooh blood one, yeah. blood and honey. As, as soon as the the royal, do, uh, what's it called? The um, public domain. Public domain opens up. They're mm. just like, all right, let's go. Why not? Let's milk it for all we can. There was a new trailer called Emancipation from Antoine Fuqua, who's directing Will Smith in this film. It looks like an intense slavery drama on Apple TV later this year, so keep an eye out for the trailer. It looks very intense. No theatrical run either, maybe probably. I think they'll get a small theatrical run for like to, a release. to be able to qualify for the Oscars, yeah, but probably. it's going to be an Apple TV movie. You're probably right, because they definitely want to qualify. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be uh, an awards contender. But it's shot sure. in black and white. It looks very cool. Very stylized for Antoine Fuqua. Antoine's an awesome director. Yeah. I mean, we've been saying it for since he's we started excellent. the show. You know, we I mean, love he's, he's been making great movies since the early 2000s. So oh, love, yeah. love him. Uh Wakanda Forever, we got a new trailer for that. We got a great look at the new Black Panther suit and who we can all just assume right now is going to be played by Letitia Wright is the new Black Panther. I Possibly. Think it looks I like Shuri. I think it's pretty obvious yeah. that Shuri is the Black Panther, the new one. And also, we got great looks at Namor. Namor, someone correct me on the correct pr- pronunciation there, who will be the antagonist of the film, sort of like the Marvel's version of Aquaman. Yeah, it looks like a, a really huge, epic, and emotional film. Can't wait for it. Now, Disney Plus has released Werewolf by Night, their new horror film on Disney Plus. It was uh, directed by Michael Giacchino, who's been a composer for most of the Marvel films over the last several years, as well as a bunch of Pixar films. He he did Doctor Strange, the recent one. He did Spider-Man No Way Home. He did the original Star Trek themes and everything like that. He's done a ton of Pixar movies, too. So he's he's been at the mouse... He's been at the Mouse House for a long time. The Batman, he's, yeah. he's been killing it the so last I, two years. We haven't checked out this, but I've heard good things from friends, so keep an eye out for that if you have time. It could be a fun watch. It's less than an hour long. It's a rated TV 14, wow. so which is pretty interesting. Basically, like basically like a PG-13 for a movie. I hope to check it out this weekend, if not next week, because I think it's important for Marvel to make movies that aren't just for kids and TV show that's not just for kids. Agreed. Moving on to... Adam Driver image in the film Ferrari, which is going to be a biopic of Enzo Ferrari. Ferrari. The infamous and so well-known. So (laughs) well-known. Race pioneer for Ferrari. And car builder. Car builder for Ferrari. Yeah. And um, He keeps playing Italians. He's not even Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Dempsey's also... uh, has a role in it as a race car driver, and he's a real-life race car driver, which is very cool. He races Formula One. He did for Porsche for over a decade, so it's cool to see like a, a seasoned racer actually performing in the film as well. Porsche. 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 Sorry, man. He gets offended when I call it a Porsche. I'm not offended. I'm just, you know, kind of <laughs> You unsubscribe from me. I'm unsubscribed from Anthony. There's a new Netflix show called Blockbuster. Released their trailer this week. It is basically uh, an office sitcom spinoff kind of thing set inside of a blockbuster. Randall Park leads the cast. It looks like a lot of fun. It's the last blockbuster. The last blockbuster, sorry. And the irony 
of this show existing is unbelievable that Netflix has made a show about the last blockbuster when Netflix had the opportunity when Blockbuster had the opportunity to purchase Netflix 15 years ago for 50 million dollars it's unbelievable the it, I, the I, it might be the most ironic thing of the 21st century I don't even, they probably don't even care about making money they just probably want to do it as like rubbing it in their face yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable and also it looks like a lot of fun Marvel wants to make a solo Groot Planet X movie says Vin Diesel Marvel Studios wants to make this movie after Guardians of the Galaxy 3 if it's going to be as popular as they think, and depending on what happens to Groot in that movie. We'll find out. Underrated actor Nicholas Holt is actually in talks to finish out the principal cast for Robert Eggers' upcoming film Nosferatu. He would play the male lead opposite uh, Lily Rose Depp, so I hope he gets cast in it. I think he would be a great fit for the kinds of films that Eggers makes. Yeah, originally Harry Styles was set to be in this role in the film, but I think that Eggers was probably forced to do that for Universal's sake, who I believe. I don't think the, the studios want to touch him for a while, for a while. I don't we'll think. See. Yeah, I'm sure Eggers that wasn't his first choice for the movie because Nicholas Holt is a really great actor, extremely well seasoned. Yeah. So I think that's a great new. That's a. I think that's a W for this film. Nothing against Harry Styles, but I think that's a W. Oh, I love Nicholas Holt. Yeah. All right, next we have Edgar Wright's surprising Top Gun Maverick contribution has re- been revealed. He, so Edgar Wright yeah, explained this. Edgar Wright actually helped uh, the director Christopher McQuarrie select the song playing in the bar in the opening in the first act of the film. So Christopher, when he first goes to see Penny, when he goes to see Penny, well, slow, accidentally sees yeah, Penny. Slow Ride is playing. Slow Ride, take it easy, take it easy. Yeah, and then Hangman's like, I love this song. <laughs> so McQuarrie texted Edgar Wright asking him, "What song should I put in this in this scene?" And Edgar Wright made a big list of songs, but he said Slow Ride would be perfect, and then McCory chose that one, cause, and it works great. And Edgar Wright said that it was like a pinch-me moment to be asked to put a song into a Top Gun movie. He said it was amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, Edgar Wright, he's, he's almost at Scorsese's level of selecting such incredible music for movies. Obviously, Scorsese's the goat at it, but Edgar Wright's in the conversation for modern contemporary filmmakers who are just carrying the torch for making great selections for specific scenes. Tarantino's up there as well, obviously. Yeah. So many great filmmakers. We have some more avid Avatar news. So Avatar 2 is still not been released. It's coming out this winter. But there's news about Avatar 4. I don't think anyone understands. You know, I, I, even I didn't really fully grasp how much shooting they've been doing over the last two years. The One of the main producers of the films has stated that they've already shot almost half of the num- of number four. Already, on, already in the can production-wise. Damn. And so I believe that Avatar movies are going to be coming out every other year. Every for, two years. For the next several years. Yeah. So like they're almost done. With filming it all. Like, yeah. they're, they've already hit past the halfway point. So it'll be 2024, 2026, 2028, 2030. Wow, it's amazing. Insane. Five movies. Whew. Well, five movies total, four sequels. Yeah. And then our final bit of news. Hey, Anthony, do you remember when we were kids in elementary school and, you know, sometimes on rainy days you didn't go outside for recess and you got to play on the those old computers with the, with the floppy screen. discs? And oh, yeah, I remember floppy discs. Do you remember discs. a game called Oregon Trail? Oh, I'm sorry, Oregon, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oregon Trail. So just for FYI, Massachusetts people, we say, pronounce everything we, wrong on we purpose. We say Oregon. So I got called out for saying Oregon, Oregon last week. Oregon, Oregon Trail, Trail. The classic. It doesn't sound as good. Oregon Trail sounds better. Oregon Trail video game movie is coming soon. It's being developed into a movie musical. Um, a music. Now for all you, all you, all you younglings who didn't grow up with floppy disk. Floppy disk was basically the original USB. It was a plastic square like file. <laughs> 
and you put it in, it could hold like what seven megabytes, hundred, like fifty <laughs> megabytes, yeah, tops. tops, tops. But it was a great game, and the whole point of the game is you go on this Oregon Trail, Oregon, <laughs> Oregon Trail, with a camper. And this is like in the... It was a wagon. A wagon. A Sorry, a wagon. You're in an RV. You got Bud Light, Mountain Dew, and you got a charger. You don't got forget it. the koozie. You got nothing but open road between here and Oregon, man. You're going to make it. Don't forget the koozie you for, your butt, make for your it. Don't get, heavy. Don't get bit by a rattlesnake on your Oregon Trail journey. So you had to travel this entire length of... Uh, this entire distance. You had to travel the entire country. You had the entire country. Oh, yeah, the entire <laughs> country. Right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you end in Oregon. Yeah. But you have to survive all sorts of things like people can get sick and die you can encounter attacks you can encounter like snake bites and it's all about gathering resources and spending them accordingly and it's you get very, to select what kind of person you are and yeah yeah you get to be like a banker or it depends on what kind of rations of food you get and all yeah, sorts of things how much rations, money you start yeah. off with you can trade it's actually very tough to win you need to make allies with like indigenous tribes to get you across rivers and stuff like that yeah it's pretty intense but it's it's very lo-fi like <laughs> 2d it's like a video game yeah eight bit but um, it was a classic in all elementary schools that we went to. Everyone ran to the computer to try and play it. It was that and Frog Hopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the math one yeah, with frog. the monsters. Yeah, frog. No, it was a frog. It was a frog? Yeah, it was a frog hopper. Oh, yeah. It was multiplication tables oh, yeah, and division yeah. tables. Yeah. Anyways, Oregon Trail video game is being turned into a musical movie because why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> That's it for our movie news. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Become a patron of Patreon doc- of Raiders of Lost Podcast at patreon.com slash Raiders of Lost Podcast for as little as $2. That's all it takes for episodes this week on Monday. We have an episode on underrated horror movies. It's a great list that I think you'll be able to add several films to your personal horror movie watch lists for spooky season some great international hits in f- movies as well as some movies from the 80s 70s contemporary films is a great list that we compiled we think you'll enjoy it thursday after that is an episode on whatever anthony edited this week i haven't edited yet i can't remember what it is <laughs> but it's gonna be great guys <laughs> it's gonna be great hold on i got it i got it let, you me, got let it. me pull it up i'll keep talking to everybody yeah what we got wednesday wednesday well tuesday we have our house of the dragon episode it's the seven. cornetto trilogy the cornetto trilogy's on thursday and, the, and we dressed up as well so three we're not gonna cornetto. we're not gonna spoil our outfits we actually posted on instagram well, actually. Not everyone listening follow okay, us on, yeah, yeah. on the so, gram bro so we dressed up they're great outfits and it was a hysterical episode. and we talk about Shaun of the dead hut fuzz and the world's, the world's end. end it's a good one it's a great trilogy it's all connected in funny ways and we we enjoy it we love edgar wright so much another name drop from this episode but stay tuned for that on thursday with episode with costumes we didn't dress up on Monday. We dressed up for the following Monday that you won't want to miss that episode of with special guests. And that's it for Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Take care. Take care, y'all. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.